This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana, virtually. Look at us. I'm back in New York. I know. It's a your your Zoom background is now different. <laughs> what an exciting world for all of us. Your special's yes, yes. out. The been special, out for over a week now. The special is out. And it, thank you for let me first thank everyone who watched during the premiere or have watched since it came out um, last week. It is truly, and I always say on my other podcast on J train, I'm always talking, I, people sometimes write in with feather, feather. I say it feathers my, it feels like my nuts got feathered uh, with the lightest of feathers because it just feels so amazing that people are connecting with it, enjoying it. Um, It's a subject that, I think like on the scale of like difficulty for me is a high difficulty maneuver uh, to talk about COVID and talk about it in a world where there's a lot of social, you know, stuff, right? I I don't know. Yeah, no, people are loving it. I think people love like an honest take on something that really takes into like what it does is it takes into account like the nuances of the of the world we're living on. It's not black and white. I want to seem very black and white. On the rest of social media, I think it's very totally. it's nice to have a sort of a, a yeah, take I, that takes it all into account. I feel even more connected very to funny. this audience. And thank you. Yeah, of course. That's always the number one goal with any yeah. stand-up joke is like people get confused with stand-up. They think, oh, I'm coming up there to, you know, to change their minds. No, I'm I'm there to make you laugh and yeah. see where I'm coming from. So it's called Socially Distanced, of course. It's on YouTube. Thank you for everyone who watched. It's up there. It's up there forever until, you know, until the next ice age. So if you're listening right now, my goal is to have it get in people's hands that haven't heard from me. That's my goal. And it's free. So if you've watched it, send it to a friend. If you haven't, make a night of it with your boyfriend, your significant other, your group chat, whoever it might be, your girlfriend, put it on airplay it to the big screen it's 35 minutes, and it's all material about the social anxieties of 2020. And so to anyone who watched it, thank you. To anyone who hasn't, go watch it and write a comment, like, because I'm just trying to... Jordana, when we say rate, review, subscribe, it's all about hitting that algorithm. Like, I, I just want... Exactly. I, want, I made it free so that everyone and their mother could watch it. And that was a, a great gift. comment. It's a gift. That's right. You're welcome, everybody. For <laughs> but I, I invested my own money to make it, and it's made to look good and be on the big screen. Um, I mean, my parents, my mom loved it, like which was so cool to hear. And like I, you know, I do stand up all the time. Your mom not love everything you do. She's not no. one of those moms. <laughs> oh. My parents, my that's parents better, are very. That's a better compliment then. Yes, it, it, <laughs> my parents, especially with stand up. Stand up's different. My stand up is just it's the most physical art form you have to go on stage to do it sometimes it gets lost through tv like if you've watched a netflix special and you didn't really connect with it you know that's right. that can happen but that person might have thought it was doing that material and it was killing for them in the room so sometimes stand-up doesn't connect through the television so listen i everyone who's watched it thank you and yeah so my parents were just like they they loved kind of the subject matter they were like they liked that it came a little bit of, you know, I, I say this and this, this has gotten a bad rap in this day and age, but like, I feel very much in the middle on a lot of things. And, um, sometimes middle people get called names and get considered, but I think it was really nice to hear that there's more of those people that kind of felt the same vibe as me than, than not from my interactions. There's not that much to hold on to if you're in the middle. So I think this was probably a nice treat. And I consider myself somewhere in the middle also on a lot of things. So, yeah, Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like for comedy's sake, like, you know, it's either 
there's like two types of stand-ups right now. There's like the one that goes and reads their poetry, and then there's the one that like hates gender pronouns. And it's like, you know, like those two people aren't funny to me and to me aren't people I deal with on an everyday basis. My my whole joy in comedy is to be relatable. Like I love being relatable. I don't think that's a negative. Some people say it is a negative. I don't believe that to be the case. So listen, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'll shut up now about it. Socially distanced, of course, on YouTube. And I'm doing Check live date. Check it out. May, you know, send it to your parents. My parents loved it. Um, and I'm doing live dates, Fort Lauderdale this weekend. All my material I'll do live is different than the special. So I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Omaha, Nebraska, Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, those are my dates coming up. So, Jordana, what do you got going on? What's happening with you? On my end, there's a lot going on in Betches World. You'll hear about it later this month. I've just been doing a lot of wedding dress shopping, and I have to say, um, how's that? Shit, shit is expensive. I mean, <laughs> I kind of I get the more I like plan for this wedding, the more I like yeah. get why men don't want to get married that young. It's very expensive, and then I do kind of see because I I'm sort of like on the later end of my friend group of people who get mm. married. The expenses, the wedding expenses end, but then all these other new expenses comes up, come up, you know, give, give me like some the, examples, you know, people are like they're buying a home or they're having a kid like those are all you. I, I was first I kind of went into it being like, well, this is a one time thing and I'll just like spend whatever. But then you kind of see the people who are the step ahead of you and it's yeah. like. Yeah, you've got to save a little. You've got to save some money for for the next steps. Um, the hits really keep make, on coming. Yeah, I feel like it feels like the wedding is the beginning of adulthood, just in the in, almost in the sense of you. It's just the beginning of just spending a lot of fucking money constantly. Also, <laughs> tough decisions. Like it's not yeah. like like who do you invite? Who do you not? Tough conversations. Uh, where do we want to live after this? Where do you yeah. want to go? Where do where do we want life to be together? These are all real, totally. real, real subjects. Yeah, it gets very real, and some of it is more is more glamorous, and some of it is not as glamorous. And so I think it's uh it's very interesting to go through. Not to make this the wedding podcast, but what uh you know what goes into the dress scenario? Like, are you going with people? I imagine, like I always with the buying the wedding dress, I think of say yes to the dress. Is that true to form you're with you know the the cousin the mom the friend um I think randy it, comes in <laughs> it used to be a little bit more like that but yeah. with covid you can only bring one person okay um and you've got to wear a mask so it's kind of like it's a different kind of experience i think i've never i mean i've been with friends pre-covid um mm. where there were a lot more people now i actually kind of like it having like one person it'd be nice to have like two but i think sometimes more opinions is like it's enough. Yeah. And well, I don't want to reveal too much about your wedding. I, I know yeah. some inside. Is it okay if I mention? Yeah, of course. Go, yeah. Destination wedding. So that changes yes. the, that changes the dress shopping as well, right? It does. It's like, a, you know, I've got a certain look that I want. Um, you know, it's like the vibe. It's like a lot of stuff to consider. And it's just yeah, like what getting married is a lot of decisions, decision after decision, mm. decisions like not, and some of it's about like look and like the like who am i inviting who am i not and some of it is like do we really need this and that's yeah. most of the conversations of like you know because you go because you it's really a mental thing you go back and forth between this is a one-time expense and like it's the only time hopefully i'm getting married um mm -hmm. so i should just you know bite the bullet and buy it but then on the other hand it's like well it's just one day and then it's yeah, over what? i'm gonna wear this dress one time and like, also i'd also like a kitchen island you know, like, right. <laughs> you know, like they yeah. do get the like, kitchen island and dress kind of go into the same conversation a little bit. They do. And I mean, it's funny because like I feel like before I was getting married, I thought a lot of it was really dumb. I remember thinking like, you know, I want to I want an uh, instead of engagement ring, I want an engagement down payment. Mm hmm. And then you start to be like looking into getting engaged and you're like, ah, fuck it. I actually would like a, a, a nice ring <laughs> and, and an engagement down payment. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it just it, it becomes like you. Be, it's very easy. And I used to be the person making fun of all those people. But now that I am them, I fully understand them a lot more where I'm like everything seems stupid until you're you're doing it or you're in it. Of course, yeah. everything. Everybody sucks until I'm the one doing it. And then it's the exactly. way it should be done. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you 100 percent. And it's it's also like to bring it back to dating. What you said is totally true. Oh, why doesn't he? He's not ready for a relationship. Well, guys do think of these things like and also like a guy, a lot of guys, their whole 
you know, their whole thing is built on, can I afford to do these things? Like the, the idea that like, and this is society, this isn't right or, you know, I don't think it's right, but like to look at someone's house and be like, you know, like, oh, look at the ring on your finger. Let's talk about the ring on your finger where you're like, I do want a nice ring. And then that becomes a <laughs> reflection on the guy. Yeah, no, totally. I think that's a that's a big thing to consider. It makes me under it makes me understand that part of it, I think, more. That's right, it. ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, if I'm sure like a lot of women would say that they they just want to be engaged. They don't care. And they, they would be happy with any ring because it's about the symbol. And I used to kind of be like that, have that thought process until I, you know, got into it. Well, and then I was it's it's once the numbers become real, the whole thing changes because I just want to be engaged. And then it's like, oh, you can spend that much. OK, now I want up to the, right. you know, ninety nine cent. Like, like I, like I, oh, you could spend 10 grand. Well, I want a ring for $9,999 and 99 cents. Like no one ever goes, I'll take the $6,000 ring. It just, it's rarely happens. Right. It's very easy to get caught up in. Um, but that's me. Yeah. That's my wedding journey. Getting married, <laughs> hopefully in, um, November fall, fall go. If, if they, they just keep vaccinating people, like they say they're going to. We we I, I don't want to take over the the, the wedding, but a, a lot a podcast from the destination could be. I'm gonna be there, my big flowered yeah. shirt on, <laughs> uh, the coconut don't in my hand white, with Jared. the drink. Are you gonna well, try to well, upstage me? My white dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> no. I, that's I I'll be in I'll be I'll, I'll be in black, like uh, you know, black on black, <laughs> like Regis Philbin. That's what it's going to be a lot of fun. We should rec- we should do a live taping from this ceremony. Some, something <laughs> would be fun, but I uh, you should do a live uh, scream of my vows. I <laughs> would love to. I, and <laughs> the most you ever see that Office episode where Michael Scott, you know, tries to become part of Phyllis's wedding. Oh yeah, he tries to like, walk <laughs> her down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd we'll be see me. how annoying my parents get. I might take you up on that. Well, <laughs> give let, me okay. away. <laughs> Who's this? Oh, my podcast (laughs) (laughs) co-host. I love that. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N, Shoppers get it. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on 
the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. What are we talking about today, Jordana? What do we what do we got going? Today we've gotten a few emails around this lately and you know in the past. It's about kind of like what you owe someone in in regards to COVID as you're as you're dating, like how much honesty about like where you've been, what you're doing. Um because obviously like it's funny because we just recorded an episode that'll be out this Sunday about like sexual partners and no one reveals that, but like nowadays it's like not only do you have to reveal who else you've been sleeping with but it feels like you'd have to reveal have i eaten indoors lately or sure. like you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah. like the whole rundown what what i mean not to bring up socially distance of course on youtube um uh right now and you can go watch it but i do a bit about how nothing's casual anymore and you know even if you're casually dating someone you have to get into serious subjects right away you know right. do you have parents with pre-existing conditions do you have friends that you know don't wear masks you know these are you know totally. things you have to touch on and i would say also the difficult part is like you know at the beginning of this pandemic and again we're like a year when this comes out which is even crazier to think um but in the beginning, you're like, we're all trying to figure out the social stuff. Then we kind of get in a groove with, okay, I know my, I know my corn group, I, I know, yeah, I know my corn squad, I know how my friends are, I know this, and then you go on dates, and you're like, okay, I know a date, I know how that works, that dynamic, we'll do a Facetime, we'll do an outside date, and then all of a sudden, people get vaccinated, and you know, some of the people that get vaccinated are like a little bit more loose and now you're not vaccinated. Now a whole new group of variables comes in when all we want is something the same. So it is difficult to, and and again, I actually think to gauge how much you owe someone in terms of like knowing everything that you're doing. Cause you know, something that might seem innocent to one person might seem like a dangerous thing to another. That's the world that we live in. It's it's mixed. We're mixing risk tolerances and some people go to the casino and some people would never be got dead in a casino. And now you have to, like, be able to mix those two people right away. And here's the 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 other thing about it is and not to get into we taped this Sunday special episode before, but this whole covid thing could be let's try and look in the positive side of it. It could be a good thing for, like, practice on how to be a little uncomfortably honest with right. people how to ask people hard questions totally people and and being okay with like the people that don't take it well maybe aren't people that should be in your life totally yeah well let's get i'll read the i'll read the question and then we let's can sort it. of take it from there perfect so someone writes in i had been seeing a guy for about a month and a half and we hung out once or twice a week one weekend i had plans to go hiking with a group of my friends and invited him to come along as well since Uh, Since the week leading up, he had been away for work, so we had not seen each other for a while. A few days before our hiking trip, he he texted me and said he didn't feel too well, but it was probably nothing. I felt a little anxious and nervous about it because I don't don't want to introduce him to my friends for the first time and have him infect all of them with COVID. I said maybe he should maybe take a rain check and just stay in just to be safe. He insisted that he would be fine. It was probably just nothing, and he would still like to go. I was about to go see my parents in a week, so I asked if we could just err on the side of caution. So I, so I asked him if he could go take a test just to be safe. He was very hesitant, but, it, but did it anyway to show me it was nothing. Saturday morning, the day of the hiking trip, he got his test back, and it was positive for COVID. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> I was relieved that I insisted that he take a test before going out with my friends since he had symptoms, but I was so annoyed that he almost put me and my friends at risk if I had not insisted. Red flag or deal breaker that he was so careless with this and almost infected all of us. Am I just <laughs> overreacting? I know people during COVID have different comfort levels. Follow-up questions. On the reverse side, red flag or deal breaker that I insisted that he take a test before hanging out with my friends. Is that too much, LOL? What would have been the best way to break this off without sounding, sounding too overbearing about the whole COVID thing for context. I already broke it off, but made some bullshit (laughs) excuse like how I don't want to date right now. (laughs) I love this question because it's, I think it's a good question, but asked 
kind of the wrong way, if that makes asked, sense. It asked, it's asked a little like condescendingly. Um, he could have. Like, also he was says, so, is it, she also says, is it a red flag? For, is it a deal breaker for me that I was so annoying about this, too? I like I again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not. A, well, I don't think well, it's funny. Was, it would have been like anything. It's funny because now that she did it and he had it, she's probably like. Yeah, yeah, I fucking asked. Like, look it, at me. <laughs> it I'm the CDC. It, it's yeah, exactly. This is Doctor Slouchy. Um, I, I, the, it's confirmation bias a little bit. Like, right. The fact the fact that she writes, he was so careless and almost infected us all. Like, <laughs> she's just convinced that him going on the hike with them. Listen, and I, I again, the problem isn't the COVID here. The problem is that this guy, I understand why he would push through. He, you're just starting to get to know each other. He wants to make sure that um, he goes on the dates that he's invited on. He doesn't want to miss out. There's a little FOMO. But he also has to realize it's 2021. There's a global pandemic still. And someone is respectfully asking you to like, you know, yeah. let's, let's push it till next time. It's not him getting COVID like that. That just makes her convinced that she's right. But like she was right before this, like this was not going to work. Yeah. I mean, I can see being very annoyed at this person. Yeah. Um, given their hesitancy to like, like it's, we want, like, I agree. Like the getting COVID part isn't the deal breaker. It's the fact that he was like, I'm fine. Like, I don't like, I'm not worried about it. Um, yeah. Th- I think this, that- yeah, this wasn't 2017 and he had the common cold. Like, we, there's something else in the, the, the we're in this reality together like he's for him to just go no no no, i'm fine no you don't know that right do you feel like it's like okay to break up with someone because they've you know they've been a little shady about their whereabouts or because they're not you know they're not as cautious as you are absolutely absolutely to me like covid could be anything in this scenario do you know, like, like switch I it out. Let's switch it out. Switch it out. Make it, um, make it sex, which, you know, a trigger warning to anyone. But like you saying, hey, I want to use a condom. And the guy goes, well, no, it's fine. Like, right. You know, like, I, I yeah, like, well, we're not a match. It's a, a good analogy. Yeah. Because right. It's also like, that's one thing where it's like, you're not taking my safety. Into that seriously. Yeah. Or my emotional state or how I feel, you know, like this, like, like, dude, like, read the room a little bit like <laughs> i you know like if, if i had like to, to just push through the sniffles and think that you're above like to me like this is two people right realize it like like I, again with covid and we've talked about this a lot like you're just getting to more serious stuff quicker than you would have you know right. and i think this also goes into like and i think we've said this on this podcast before where it's like just because you had a good first date doesn't mean that it can't be a bad 10th date that makes you want to end this. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she would have dumped him if he didn't test positive. I do too. I, I, I think that's, <laughs> but I think she should have like, I, yeah. I think if like, even if you don't test positive, like what, right. Even oh, if you don't gonna... get an STI from having sex unprotected, doesn't mean that it made it any less shitty that the person refused to wear a condom. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> exactly like, so I, I I just I think the, like the one thing is like I, I think what we have to stop doing is going, well, this is just COVID. No, this is everything. This is this is this. The weather is COVID. This person told you well, we don't have to wear coats. And it's like, right. no, it's snowing out. It, it, we don't have to wear coats. No, I don't wear coats when it snows. OK, then but, I don't go out with you. You know, mm-hmm. do you feel like there is somewhat of a and i mean this is bring to bring it back to your special it's a little bit about that like where is the line between we just have different like i'm being inconsiderate of your safety and like we just have different risk tolerance levels i don't like let's say let's say she didn't say anything to let's say he said i'm i'm feeling a little under the weather but i'm gonna come anyway and she didn't like say anything yeah then i would say like I, i I honestly, like because like maybe he's just kind of like ah, I'm not like that worried like I'm 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 okay with taking more I mean we're all again like not every every single person has their own rules for for what they'll do and what they won't do. Yeah, I mean I I I I don't think it has to be like I I honestly think that there there's 
you could have different risk tolerances and that could be the reason you break up with someone. Like, I, I don't think there's ever like a bad reason to break up. I don't think there's ever a bad reason to be like, yeah, we're just not the match. Like, mm-hmm. I think COVID is just one of those things that puts the decision right in front of your face. And, right. you know, in this scenario, like, we both read this email and we're like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? And he might be, but I, I think we don't know their ages, but like maybe he's too immature to date and have a relationship with another human being. Maybe, you know, I, the idea that like it's her fault for not liking, I, I don't ascribe to but, it being wait. her fault at all. You know, I'm just saying like, let's say he went on this hiking trip and then she found out after that the night before the hiking trip, he went in, he went out, to dinner with his friends inside and didn't tell her would that be grounds for breaking up with him absolutely absolutely hey you know that i've been work you know trying on this we're you know i came in close contact with you we should be a little bit more communicative on this like you know Mm -hmm. when i talk about kind of you know when i talk about the people that are like screaming at people i think of the people online in the comments section you know like i have respect for anyone that goes to a family member a friend and says Hey, can I just make sure we're on the same page with this stuff? Right. Like I, I want to feel... let you know if you so you can decide what you want to do. Exactly. So it's like this guy made a decision. She goes, "I'm letting you know my comfort level." His decision was to not listen to her. I think it's okay to break up with anyone that won't listen to you. You know, like that's it, totally it, fair. Yeah. You know, it's totally fair. Like if if you know if this person was yelling at him on Instagram in his comments section after he posts a picture, I would say that that's kind of like a, a moral mountain move where she could have just called him and been like, Hey, I think we're on different pages. Like those are two different things. I think that's a really interesting point in that. Like one is about personal choice and you deciding someone is incompatible with you. And one is about kind of like judging and yelling at someone and feeling superior to them. So like, you know, if what they're doing is, you know, let's say again, it's on social media. You disapprove to yell at mm-hmm. them on social media is to say, I'm better than you. I would never do this. Whereas if someone's not telling you something when it can actually affect you personally, that's like a different, that's a different level of like you just stating your standards. Yeah. It's taking advantage of you a little bit. And yeah, I think it's like, I think we have to realize in this world, like nobody wants to be taught by anyone. We want you know, when you become an adult, when you get out of college, when you get out of high school, if you, when you're done with school, you're not looking for teachers. You're looking, you know, like and and when someone tries to teach you something without you asking for them to teach you, it comes off badly. You're just not gonna. You're they're gonna refuse teaching. You may say that's stupid, but that's just human nature. So this, and I say this with ghosting too, like. You, you might not you might not teach this guy a lesson on ghosting, but they might feel bad enough that they want to review their life and do it differently next time. Experiences right. teach someone yelling at you doesn't. Yeah, I think it's great that she asked him to take the test because it's like I think a lot of women would be scared to do that. They'd be like, I don't want to you know, I don't want him totally. to think I'm annoying. I don't want him to think I'm like too much. But I think it's great. She was like, I'm not doing this if you don't. It was, she very much like took the situation into her own hands. It's a great sort of I feel like example of 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 keeping to your standard totally and I totally agree with you and it's it's also a great example of like you know these times that we're in where we're like I don't want to be judgy I don't want to be too much but like she did everything in the way you should have be done she made it personal she was like I I mean other than writing like it could have infected all of us but I actually (laughs) like you know I understand the sentiment from this email and she that's basically what he didn't care about doing to her face yeah you know so yeah i'm with you i think she did the right thing here and asking someone to test like you know again that's like again that's something we talk about on this it's like you don't have to go to get tested but you also don't have to go out yeah yeah you know don't then you won't be dating me i'm gonna think of you differently based on that and everyone makes choices and sometimes people's choices turn you off to them
You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do some awkward awkward sex. sex. UUP at Betches.com, Jinx. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending yours in. We have so many good ones. Love the pod. Okay. Had something funny to sh- I wasn't saying I love the pod. I do love the pod, but this person also does. <laughs> <laughs> love We add that in. We add that in artificially to every email. <laughs> every email. It's so nice. It's so awkward when I write, "Hey J and J, I love you so much." But I, you know, we push through. Uh, love the pod. Had something funny to share as an awkward sexual encounter that I think you'll get a laugh at. I've been hooking up with a guy on and off for about 7 months now. An email for another time, LOL. Oh, I'll have to give you that one on on the flippity flop. Um, <laughs> we, we have an amazing sexual chemistry and can't keep our hands off of each other. One weekend, I went over on a Friday and we had sex maybe six to seven times. What? <laughs> this is what? what a Friday night. This Holy must be a college shit. thing or something. Right? That guy, yeah. I mean, he's working with an elm tree in his pants. What? That's crazy. On a Friday night even- after work? I don't even know if that's desirable. Six to six. Look, she doesn't even remember. Six or seven. That's a lot. Let's, let's go a, for quality. <laughs> yeah, I mean, six or six. Good for you two. The next day, I went home for a few hours, then came right back over for round two. What? Round, round two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not round two at all. Oh, my God. We're, wasn't she chafing? Uh, however, after having so much sex, I got one of the worst feelings ever, quote unquote, down there for a girl, a UTI before heading over. How? So Jordana, explain to the male listeners. Okay. What does a UTI feel like? Is it pissing knives? I've had a UTI a couple times. It happens from this kind of situation where you're having a lot of sex very Mm -hmm. frequently. And also if you don't go to the bathroom, Right after sex, because when you go to the bathroom, the urine sort of like almost like flushes out, flushes out the bacteria. Got so it. it can help prevent it if you're prone to that, which I have been. Um, it feels it's terrible. I remember I, I got my first UTI in college and I remember being like, 
I can't, this is like debilitating. Like you, it's kind of, it feels like you constantly have to pee and no matter how much you pee, you still have to pee. And the only way, yeah, it's like, it's like extremely, it almost feels like someone put a curse on you where like you, it feels (laughs) like you have to, you, you, and your vagina shall never be dry again. Yeah. And I mean, it, yeah. it can be painful because um, it like can sting when you pay, but mostly it's just really, really, really uncomfortable, which I find to almost be worse than pain. And the mm. only relief you can get, I remember spending, I was in my sorority house spending like two hours in the shower because that was the only time it just didn't feel like extremely uncomfortable. Um, well, because you could it's, just it's go. It's terrible. What? When you're in the yeah, shower, you can just, you can go, just go, but also, yeah, it doesn't. So it doesn't feel like you have to go. Con- yeah, you're not like getting up and you try to pee and nothing comes out. It feels like it's like you have to pee. Oh, that's can't horrible. Pee. It's terrible. Um, and uh, I would just w- warn the listeners always pee after sex. Yeah, I, I as a man, you always hear about UTI. UTI is kind of like a a cousin that someone always references. Like it's always in. <laughs> in the stories you know what i mean yeah it's hard to get it's hard to understand unless you've gotten one but they're just really really uncomfortable oh my god okay so let's keep going before heading over i went to so i got one of the worst feelings ever down there for a girl a uti before heading over i went to cvs and picked up the uti medication that helps with pain but turns your pee bright highlighter orange i've I've taken that too that's really It's a little brown pill and it, it doesn't it doesn't cure it. There's a different medication to actually like make it go away, but this will like stop the discomfort. Okay. Well, so th- there's two different pills you get. So this is interesting when it, you know everything is related. Like everything in life is intertwined. When women are like guys are so immature, this is part of the reason. Like we don't deal with these things. Like right. the idea of like so I ran to the CVS and picked up the UTI medication for me to go pick up. Like I got a sty in my eye a couple <laughs> weeks ago and like, I was just going along. Like I was just like, Hey, yeah, my eye hurts. Like I never oh. like, and, and just like, no, it would not, it would not be like that. Well, <laughs> I am sure it wouldn't, but I'm saying like it took Jess, my girlfriend to go, Hey, let's go to CVS. I was like, CV, why? You know, like I like I was like, there's nothing that can help me. It will just go away. I think like and I, I'm not saying I'm every guy out there, but I'm like a lot of them. So it's like if you're ever wondering why is he like this? I think it's like we just don't have any training from other things like this doesn't start happening young in life where we're like, got to go to the CVS. Like I, I've just never like had that thought. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do think if you had a UTI, you'd be at the CVS. Though. I'd be or you'd, sprinting you'd, there. You'd, yeah, it's that un- <laughs> it's that uncomfortable. It's like you. It's not like you could have one and just be like going about your day. You couldn't live your life. No. Okay. It would just be like extremely uncomfortable. Okay. Well, man, I don't envy that. So <laughs> is a sty, I guess. I think it's in a different in a different way. It's just like a sty. No, I, I I'm sure it's totally worse. You know, I I get it. I you know, it's probably just you know I. I guess I get pregnancy now. I had a sty. I get it. Um, so <laughs> we, ended totally. up ha- we ended up having sex a few times that night, which in retrospect was probably not the best idea for someone with the UTI. Always- Anyways, I wake up in the morning to go pee. I realize after flushing, the toilet is still a bright yellowish orange after I flush. I flush again. Same thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought I thought I have I stained his toilet desperately. I spray the inside of the toilet with cleaner I found under the sink. No, to- with no toilet bowl brush. <laughs> the horror. Right? She's at his at his place. Yeah. This is a guy who never had to go to the CVS for the UTI medication. He doesn't have a doesn't toilet bowl brush. He doesn't know shit. I oh proceed to attempt a attempt at scrubbing the toilet with the flushable wipes. Here I am, 7 a.m. on my knees, <laughs> scrubbing my bright highlighter stained pee off of this guy's toilet, basically with my bare hands. I keep doing a little scrubbing, then flushing again to see the progress. I probably did this about seven times, still leaving a faint tinge of yellow on the toilet. At this point, I'm like, maybe it was this color kind of before me. After I think it can't get worse, I proceed to get back into bed and realize there's a tiny bit of yellow coloring in his, on his white sheets. <laughs> I honestly would have uh, been comfortable enough telling him, but we've already had so many bodily fluid mishaps before 
Let's just say I've taken his sheets to, to the wash more than once. My God. Uh, I, could, I couldn't bring myself to explain yet another issue, LOL. Hope the image of me bending over while cleaning UTI med stained toilet can serve as a cautionary tale for other listeners. Sincerely, UTI cannot. Love that sign off. Very funny. Um, <laughs> I have gotten, yeah, I've taken that little brown pill. It turns your pee like this radioactive, like bright mm-hmm. orange color. I haven't seen the toilet staining thing, so I would just take that as a reflection of his toilet. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> he's like, he comes in the light later that day. He's like, wow, this toilet is clean. Right. Did we? It, it was, that was the original color was actually that, uh, <laughs> that orange thing. I feel bad that she felt like she needed to, to scrub it so much. I would just tell him the truth. It's not like you did anything wrong. Yeah. You had sex 20 times at that point <laughs> in 20 hours. I think you guys are like, should be comfortable enough, but I, I do understand like where you're like, it's, you know, it's clogging the toilet. It's, it's, it's not clogging it though. I know I'm saying like yeah, in the same, hypothetically, yeah. Uh, hypoth- in the same vein of like, right. I've used the toilet. I've changed the Here's toilet. Evidence. Here's yeah. evidence. Yeah. It's very socially like tough. I, I, yeah, it's, have you ever, have you, so you've never had that experience of like getting it discolored. The pee, the pee, yeah, I definitely have had it. I haven't gotten it on the sheets though, but I could mm. see how that would would do that. It's like a very, it's like I don't know. I guess part of the reason that it it helps alleviate the discomfort. I would take any sort of color for the urine yeah, for it to just, not feel <laughs> as bad as it did. Um, she should have been like, yeah, I just went to a bodega. I got some Gatorade. Uh, I was feeling a little hungover, and I spilled yeah. some in the bed. I guess right. Yeah, I guess I could see she didn't want to ruin the momentum. They're having like this very long sexual sex ex- escapade. Um, I guess not wanting to interrupt it with something very real feeling. Um, but yeah, I would have I would have explained it and um, probably wouldn't have shouldn't have continued to have sex when you have a UTI. It's like I'm surprised she could even do that. It's like pretty uncomfortable. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I I I just know from sleeping on my sty that. Nothing is worse. <laughs> you understand all pain. <laughs> what do you call this one, Jordana? I call this the UT lie. Whoa, that's it. That's a good one. I didn't think it could get better than UTI, UTI. cannot. <laughs> but UT lie, I love that. Thank you. I don't think I got any. That that might have ended me. That's it? Yeah, I don't. Like I had the, they call it mellow yellow or some shit. That works. <laughs> it works. But no, that I, I like yours. I like it. Uh, let's do another email. You ready? All right. I'm going to read it. Dear Jane J, love the podcast and all your wisdom. I've been an avid listener since day one. I'm hoping you can help me figure out how to break up with my long-term live-in bo- boyfriend. My boyfriend and I have been together four years. We're both 28 and have been living together for two years. We've had a pretty great relationship overall, but we've been having some fundamental issues that I don't think I can get past. Long story short, I feel like he has nothing to say to me. Literally nothing. When we get home from work at night, he doesn't talk about his day or anything else ever, but then he talks to two to four different friends on the phone every night before going on to play video games with friends for hours. When we go out to dinner, I talk for 90 minutes straight because otherwise it would be silent. I feel oh like my I'm di- God. She's doing her own podcast. <laughs> you should record it. <laughs> yeah, right? I Me and like- my boyfriend. Can you imagine that podcast is her and her boyfriend and he says nothing? How awkward that would be. I feel like there's probably a lot of couples where that situation, yeah. you know, like that couple where the guy's quiet and the girl like talks a lot. Sure. I like I that couple. Like- <laughs> yeah. And the girl's just almost, she does. I've seen that couple where it seems like the girl is like doing the, con- like the talking for the both people in the relationship, <laughs> even when you're like out with them. Yeah. I love that. I like that couple just cause I'm like, I know who to concentrate on. Like, I just don't like, I just kind of like let him just go away. You know, (laughs) it's a one woman show. Yeah. I feel like I'm a dancing monkey that's expected to entertain him all the time. We've had numerous discussions. Yeah. We've had numerous discussions and fights about this. And despite him promising to do better in the future, it never seems to stick. This has been going on for about a year and a half now. His explanation is that his job is boring. His days are boring. His friends lives are boring. And he just doesn't have anything worthwhile to talk about. It's not like he's completely mute around me, but I'd say I do the talking about 90% of the time with mostly minor conversation prompts coming from him. I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) I feel for this couple. I can't talk anymore. (laughs) Is that like, I feel for this couple because it's like, it sucks. Like she, she says it's been going on for a year and a half. Like, like, uh, and they've been living together for two. Like, 
Yeah. She's of course she's exhausted. And also this isn't about him. This is about the match. Like the compatibility. Totally. Yeah. They just, uh, it's not it, but go on. The, I'm yeah. sorry. I've made up my mind that I'm going to leave. After all, this is our life in our twenties. I shudder to think of how we would be after 10 years of marriage. Mm. My problem is how do we break up now that we live together? We live in New York City and our lease is up in July. We have a pretty expensive one bedroom and neither of us could afford it as a single person. So do I have to wait until June to break up with him? Do we break <laughs> up now and someone lives on the couch? Financially, we can't break up, split the rent of our apartment and pay for a different apartment. Do I pretend to be ha in a happy relationship until I can break up with him when, when it fits our timeline? Help. Any guidance on how to politely break up with your living partner would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> Sincerely lost in not translating. Wow. A polite uh, way. She's asking for a polite way to break up. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I'd like to never speak to you again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would go over is, well, I'm sure. Uh, excuse me, sir. I'd like for you to sleep on the couch until we can afford to live independently. Yeah, I don't know. This it's, is a tough one. It's a toughie. I don't. Do you think there's such a thing as a polite breakup? Um, only if both people are interested in the breakup. And but usually, I would say it's. Oh, I would. I can't imagine a situation in which both people are equally interested in the breakup. I can't either. That happens like for every time that happens, there's one person that wanted it to happen, one person that didn't. Like every time, right? Like, or at least one that. person that wanted it to happen more. Yeah, yeah, totally. You, and you know and, what I mean. And, or, and one person that was like, "We can figure this out," and the other person's like, "No, we can't. Let's just move on." Right. Um. I. I. I think like it starts. I. I. I'm. I'm always on the side for like. Br break up first. Let's. Let's make a. Let, like if I was to make a list for this person. Of like a to-do list. To me, top of the to-do list is break up. But what do you she, think? I, I get what she's saying, though. She wants to think through. She's not going to do that and then not have any sense for like what she's going to what oh she's going to do I after. I said to-do list and my Siri just went off. <laughs> so sorry about that. What were you saying? She's like, you got a lot of shit to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Siri's always on my ass. Okay, yeah. So what were you saying? I feel like I, I can understand where she's coming from as a, as a fellow planner where she'd be like, I'm not just going to do this and then just be like, fuck living in the same apartment as this guy that I'm breaking up with. Yeah, like, but then it becomes negotiables. Like, because like if, if you start at like, I want out of this relationship, okay, that is going to have it. Like to me right now, she's in a situation where she's clumped everything together. I, I want to break up. I got this apartment. I, we can't afford it. Like, let's start at first things first. You're not happy in the relationship. Right. So you I'm know? saying she breaks up. Then what? Then what do you think we do with this apartment? How can we figure out this living situation? Maybe they find a subletter. If they're in New York City, that's going to be very tough right now. I can tell you as far as my personal experience with an apartment, trying to find renters in New York City is very tough. So, but that, I think when it's civil... You can figure that out. Like, I, I, I think it's like it becomes like you think she should wait this out till June. I don't think she should wait this out, but I totally understand the temptation. Oh, totally. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm there, yeah. But I do. I do think it's kind of on the breaker upper to figure out the situation. Interesting. Okay. Like, I do kind of think like she should have a plan to make it if she's the one initiating and she's the one who wants the breakup. She should sort of like have a plan that makes it as easy as possible for the person that they're breaking up with. Whether that's like, and I'm going to move home while yeah. this lease runs out and you, and I'll still pay half the rent until, until we're done because like, I'm not going to, cause it sucks. I can imagine being like, can you imagine being broken up with and not being able to afford your rent? And then you have to like one, you're broken up with and two, you're like, Oh, what? I don't have any place to live or like any, you know what I mean? Totally. I, I, I again, to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got dumped. I'm out of my ass. Like it's a guy yeah. like, you know, yeah. I totally, or like you could say, or you could say, I'm going to pay, I'm going to leave. Cause you can't continue to live with someone when you break up with them. You could break up with them and say, I'm going to leave and go to my friends or I'm going to go to my parents for like this amount of time. Let's say maybe you don't want to go until July, but you could say, I'm going to spend the next month there while we figure out like what to do. And I'm going to continue paying half the rent 
for like at least X amount of time. Yeah, I, I think that's like a, a fair thing that you could do for someone. Like, I, I mean, like breakups are so hard because look at what she did. She spent a paragraph telling us why she's breaking up. Why she's breaking up doesn't matter. You know, right. like she's art. She goes, I've made up my mind that I'm going to leave. That's where it should start. Yeah, that's email. all that matters. You know, so like I, I think like that's all that matters. So when you say like, yeah, uh, so you're going to leave. You're going to end this relationship. Okay. Um, what are your options? It can't just be we live on the couch until June. There's got to be other options, right? Like the parent thing comes up. But yeah. I, I, I agree with I'm saying with I think she's got to figure it out so I that she has something you, yeah. to present to him that's not like, and we're breaking, and you're going to owe this much money or like, yeah. or and like leave. Yeah. And I'm going to get well, a roommate. And <laughs> I, I, yeah, and you're out. And for that yeah. reason, you're out. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I think you have to come with like option A, B, and C. That yeah, could and be I think helpful. if you care, I mean, if they've been together two years, I assume she cares about him to a certain level that she's not trying to like be like stressing him out with the two really stressful events of like we're breaking up and you got to leave, or we're breaking up and you got to, uh, you've got to, I'm leaving and you've got to pay the whole rent. Like, mm -hmm. I would come with a solution or options for them. Yeah. And also, you know, well, I'm not going to tell someone what to do with their money. She says we can't afford, you might not be able to afford months, but like, or a year or whatever it is, but maybe, you know, can you afford a moving company to like help with those things? You know, like get ahead. I think you're right. right. I, I'm with you on the having yeah. a plan. Or maybe you can't afford, you can't afford to, to move out or do, do that thing. But, you should, if this, I mean, living with someone that you're in an unhappy relationship with is a pretty terrible thing. So I would say save somewhere else. Yeah. You don't want to penny pinch your breakup. I, 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 I completely agree. Right. <laughs> like you kind of, that's sort of like the point of money is to make stressful situations easier. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you're truly unhappy and you want to break up, I think you can like find somewhere to move money around to get to, you know, to prioritize this breakup. <laughs> I'm with you. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Do you want to play some games? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com UUP at Betches.com Send in your games If you got some games We always play Red Flag Deal Breaker But we're up We're up for any suggestions Right? Yeah we, we'll take Send us it. any games you've got We'll do We'll do it all Yeah So let's do it um, You want some, me to read it? Yeah go for it Hey J&J &J, My friend had this crazy interaction With a guy she's been seeing She's 20 He's 22 Let me start by saying Interactions at 20 and 22 are always crazy to everyone. 
<laughs> like there's no yeah there's no like not like no 30 year old listening no one's to this serious going, yeah, yeah yeah no 30 year old is like no oh, i do this every day you know so let's right okay they've been talking for a couple weeks a couple hangouts and sleepovers they had an inside joke about him ruining her counter so he took a steak knife and went to hit it into the counter when it hit the counter though his hand slid down and the knife cut his finger to the bone See, this is a 20 this is a and 22, 22 year old. Yeah, <laughs> this, you don't hear about the, the fun knife game that the 35 year old was playing. Right. No one's dad is playing this game. No. My friend quickly started panicking and told him he needed to go to the emergency room. He was in quite a bit of pain, but he said it was fine and told her to get super glue. Okay. She was in shock <laughs> and went in, got it for him. And that's how he proceeded to heal his finger. For clarification, he has insurance and money and isn't a problem. According to her, he was just trying to be manly. So red flag or deal breaker, they cut open their finger, refused to go to the emergency room, and then fixed their injury with super glue. <laughs> at, at 31, deal breaker. Yeah. Probably at 20, I'd be like, all right, that's what we do here. <laughs> we have no toilet paper. And we yeah. fix our cuts with super glue. That's the L- life we lead. <laughs> Listen, you're 20. I don't want us getting in trouble. We've been drinking. You know, like, I, like yeah. that's a, the response I was kind of expecting. What if a woman did this? If a woman healed part of her body at any age with super glue, this goes back to like women are just way ahead of men on everything, just everything. And I would be like, okay, I can't be with elmer's over here like it's over. right because yeah. it's then you know if if you get ill like you're both fucked essentially yeah, the, yeah. i need someone to be less dumb than me and if the glue would just be i'm out but i i hear you with like i could understand why for a woman like 21 year old dude does this and it's like dudes being dudes and women doing right. it like at 31 you're yeah like, you're kind of like nothing matters whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh red flag or Zipper, they always comment on people's appearance example she's hot she has nice legs that celebrity so attractive not in a fat shaming or negative way for context my boyfriend and i have an understanding that saying she's pretty he's handsome they're attractive is fine as long as it's not overly sexual or specific we're all human and we're allowed to look to look right but his friend thinks it's ridiculous that we have a boundary for this and makes really out there comments about other women in front of his girlfriend which i think is disrespectful See, I think like I understand why the friend thinks it's ridiculous because it's like one of those unsaid boundaries that I think a couple should have. Right. It's like when you make it a rule, it almost feels like they're like you're like it's bigger than it is. It's like our rule is that we only say people are attractive, but we don't give specific compliments. Right, Brad? (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly how it feels. So like I like like how, why oh, yeah why you know how far were you trying to go you know like with the compliments like some it does feel like someone had on their mind that they really don't want to hear what the other person thinks or they're self-conscious and yeah so i understand where the friend's coming from but i also think the friend's an asshole for like you know scratching the scab yeah. like you don't have, like dude like let them fucking have their thing I think it's like a rude thing to do. I definitely agree like with her. Like I I would think it was like rude if Mike was constantly like commenting about like how nice random women's body parts were or even just or even constantly commenting on anyone's hotness. I would find to be like a little much. Um but yeah, I don't know if I think the rule makes it a little more odd. Yeah, cuz I you know, Jess and I do that thing where like we'll check out like a woman or a guy, even a guy. I'm like, mm-hmm. I think it's okay as long as like, like I think it's okay as long as everyone's can be involved in the game. Like, if Jess looked at me and was like, "Look at that, that guy is hot," and I was like, "You shall not talk about another man like that in this house." <laughs> like, if I reacted right. that way, there's something wrong. But then I, but then when I do it, it can't be okay too. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, I think there's some. Like what sort happened? Of, what happened that you had to make the rule? Is also my, would be my question. Yeah, I'm with you, and and also like I I do think it's hot to talk about when you see someone hot walk by. Just the idea that like. I think you have to keep some of your animal in you to be right. a good partner. I think it has to be, though, like 
timing is everything and frequency totally. is everything like mm-hmm. a comment here and there are fine if like i'm if you're every time you go to dinner you talk about like the waitress's ass i think that would get very annoying very quick but that, um, exactly <laughs> but that but that's where the rule come becomes weird because it's like if you had to make a rule maybe this was a bad match in the first place right like like to me i know what's too much for jess like i know that i'm yeah, not just by like, nature look- of knowing her exactly so like i always do this when i do the bachelor uh one slide i'll like talk about one of the women's bodies like in a gross way and the joke is that i know that i can get jess to yell at me at one point during it like i do it for the joke to get jess to yell at me like i do understand what kind of gets at her but i do understand also saying like if like if i saw a woman walk by i'd be like she's a beautiful woman or like oh wow that that, do you see her like sharing that with her is kind of hot to me Right. I can see that. It's tough, though. But I I think the friend is making this less, more awkward. The the friend isn't helping, is my... I agree with that, yeah. You know, like, this wouldn't even be sent in if it wasn't for the friend. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, friend. Should we do one more? Let's do one more. Okay. They tell you every time a stranger compliments or hits on them. Well, how frequently does a stranger comment or hit on them? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> another question yeah i, I well this if it is came up naturally i feel like uh then i wouldn't mind but if it was like if it, if and i think you can this also comes with like knowing a person it's like you can usually tell the reason behind some why someone's telling you something if it's like because they're really insecure mm-hmm. and they want you to know how hot other people think they are that would be a turn off um, yeah I, I i'm with you it's it, it's this is again one a very similar where it's like context nuance matters like like if my like if my girlfriend was like this guy just hit on me so hard I'd be like what happened like I I would actually right. be but sometimes like I'll have like like I have some friends that are like married they're like all oh, these women just looking for me and it's like no you have girlfriend confidence you have wife confidence you don't know what you're talking like some guys do that game where it's almost yeah. like, be, that's what I, i'm saying yeah. you can get a vibe for like the way that someone tells you or how they tell you or how it relates to like the rest of their personality in terms of like what's the motive behind like is it to tell you like kind of a funny story or is it to like make you jealous or is it you know to make you yeah. feel insecure because they feel insecure it's like you can it, tell i think you could tell it's weird for me because like I think guys are somewhat oblivious to be to the way women will hit on them or like kind of make eye contact with them. Like for me, like I've had Jess say it to me and I'm like, no, like she's like, oh, that person looked at you. And I'm like, come on. You know, no, they didn't. That's insane. Like, like I think like that's a more normal thing than like, did you see everyone looking at me? Yeah, I wouldn't mind if someone was telling me that someone was hitting on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Better, okay that's better than them telling you that they're hitting on them. <laughs> like that, well, again, like that, ever, that waiter wants to have sex with me is very different from like that waitress wants to have sex with you. Totally. Yeah, that's very different. <laughs> have you ever seen a, a woman hit on Mike? Have you ever been privy to that? Um, yeah, I think there's like, I again, I think I can probably tell better than he can, like you said. Mm. Do, um, does he ever, um, do you ever tell him when you get hit on? Only if it's like in the context of like a situation like we were in Florida and like the bar, it was like he could not get a drink at the bar. So I'm like, I'll try. Mm. And then I, and it was like a very, it was like a lot of men at the bar. <laughs> and it was just like, literally like even, even like wearing this ring, it was like people just like come, you know what I mean? It was, it was, it felt very like almost like predatory. So I yeah. told him in that context. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, boys. Na, 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 na. Not you know walk out exactly starts yeah I uh, yeah but it's, we, it's funny we had a we had a waitress once who was like we're early when we were dating and she just kept calling him babe which I oh thought my was god like we were out to dinner and she was just like babe what can I get you or like you know what I mean like in a casual <laughs> sounding way but I was like is this woman just keep calling you babe like that would be a funny sketch <laughs> that would be a hilarious sketch the the waitress that is hitting on the boyfriend while being mean to the girlfriend. Just like, yeah. hey, babe, how you doing? And then she looks at you and goes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's very I just thought it was like a very bold move. Like we're out. Yeah. To, we're out to dinner. 
We had a waitress once. We were at like a very nice, fancy dinner. And I remember the waitress and Jess did not get along. Like, and it, it was just a very female, we are not on the same page. And like, I remember Jess asked for uh, almond milk. We got coffee after dinner. And she asked. We all know Jess likes almond milk from your stories. Listen, (laughs) if anyone follows me on Instagram, you know. So she asked for almond milk, and then I was like, "Also," and like the 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 waitress was like, basically threw the almond milk at her. Was like, "Okay, here you go, bitch." And then, like, and Jess was like, "I she's being there's something off." And I was like, "I don't notice it. I think she's nice." And she's like, "No, no, no. This is she's been mean the whole meal." And I was like, "I guess it might be a woman thing." And then. I was like, let's do dessert. Let's do dessert. And Jess looks at the waitress and goes, we're going to get the uh, the chocolate cake. And the waitress, her first thing, she goes, there's milk and dairy in that. You don't take dairy. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> like, is rude. And, 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 I agree with Jess. Jess I'd like, be like, how could she? You know, don't tell. I just ordered it. I know what fucking has milk she, and dairy. Did she want you to, to step up to, to like defend her honor? <laughs> I mean, I think a little bit probably. I I was like, no, she's got a good point. She's got to let you know about the dietary constraints here, you know. <laughs> you don't want to see what happens when she well, has that dairy. Yeah. And, and, well, I got to live with you. You know, like I, I it, it was funny, the idea of like this like passive aggressive thing that was not happening at one side of the table and definitely happening at the other. Totally. Well, I think we solved dating again, Jordana, right? Yet again, solve dating yet again. Um, yet again. This was great. We will see you on Sunday with a great episode. We have Dr. Emily Morse at Sex with Emily coming on. It's going to be a great episode. I I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. Boom. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.